Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two down. So two home runs, three RBIs, takes away probably two runs there defensively. That's five runs he's involved in, Matt Chapman. Olsen, the skies run high and deep to right field toward the corner of Dell. Out of the track near the wall, leaps up and got it. Makes the catch for out number three. Olsen. On he goes. Hit out towards center field. That's smoke. That is going to be into the bushes. A two-run home run for McCutcheon. And the Phillies take a 2 nothing lead. Another 3-2 going again as Soto hits one high in the air. Right center field. Brinson near the wall. Leaps and he makes the catch. Lewis Brinson makes an unbelievable catch over the wall in center field. Welcome in to an all-new edition of Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live. Presented by True Classic T-Shirts. That's right. True Classic is the new sponsor of the Belly Up Fantasy Live Network. And let us tell you about them. Butter soft, affordable, high-quality fitted premium tees for men. Super versatile shirts. They can be worn on any occasion, including date nights, chilling at home, or athletic events. And if you go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BELLYUPFANTASY at checkout, you get 25% off your purchase. So use the code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassictees.com. Welcome into the show. We're starting off with the power. We'll be adding some some uh, designated hitters in later into the show. But I am Vince Stover from the Sports Stove Podcast, and I am joined to start off the show by Nick Flanders uh, from TSS Fantasy. Nick, how you doing? I am doing very, very well. Yes, I am Nick Macaronis. I am uh, Nick at Penn Flanders. You can find me on Twitter, which we'll get into much, much later in the show. <laughs> much, much later. Uh, good to have you, Nick, and uh, thank, thank you for showing up for the uh, show tonight. <laughs> and uh, That's what I do. Up, 
our normal host uh, is uh, is running late tonight, but he will be with us later on in the program, and we'll be excited to have him back in. This is our first show since the trade deadline has passed, so we're going to talk some MLB trades, and I want us to start with the obvious, uh, I think the obvious starting point, and that is the San Diego Padres. They added the biggest piece in the trade deadline. Of course, we're talking about Brandon Drury from the Cincinnati Reds, uh, but no, totally I'm kidding. Um, they get Juan Soto, they get Josh Bell, they get Josh Hader, uh, they do get Drury as well, and they really didn't have to give up much of anything uh, as far as pieces for this year to acquire these guys. So let's just start with your general thoughts on the uh, the big day for San Diego. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, we were talking pre-show, and the teams that didn't do anything at the trade deadline or, do, or didn't do anything significant they really lost because I'll tell you what, and I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking about the California team a little bit up north, up the California turnpike because I'll tell you what, the dot, the Padres, the Padres, I think are tired of being the little brother and they finally decided, you know what, we're going to do something about it. They got two, they got two of the best hitters, uh, I'd say that could solidify their lineup that they could possibly get. Um, they're lucky or they're fortunate rather that the MLB does not have a, a salary cap, uh, which, you know, myself and others have been screaming for for decades. But, you know, of course, you know, Major League Baseball, they're always the last of the party for everything. Uh, but so, yeah, so so they go out and get Juan Soto, who's been described as a generational talent. And then they go out and they get Josh Bell to solidify that lineup. Now, when he comes back, you got to deal with Tatis, Machado, Soto, and Bell. And, you know, and they, and they got their role players in there as well. And of course, don't forget about their pitching. Uh, Clevenger, Clevenger's, he's finally coming back to form. Uh, you got Mana as well. So, um, you know, they are, they're going to be forced to be reckoned with. And I really wish they didn't do that because they're tied. They're tied with my Phillies who right now is there. Believe it or not, they're the hottest team in baseball at nine and one. I looked it all up and down. They got the hottest record in the last ten games for for all Major League Baseball. Um, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a thorn in in the side of the wild card teams. So great job with them. Great great job. Yeah, and they're not gonna win the division still. No, uh, the Dodgers still win the division, but San Diego is not a team you want to see when you get to the playoffs, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, you look at, they like you said, they added Soto and Bell. They gave up in that trade Luke Voigt, Mackenzie Gore, the two current guys that they gave up. And, of course, the prospect, C.J. Abrams, was the big one. But that doesn't hurt them for this year. Um, no. When you're got when you sitting there with guys like Tatis and you're uh, you know at shortstop uh, or can play shortstop at least for them, and they've been doing really solid with the guys they've got in there this year in the absence uh, there as well. They also get rid of Eric Hosmer, sending him to Boston. Uh, in he a was slick. Yeah. That was, that he was, was right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. He goes, you know what? I'm going to invoke my no trade clock because I ain't going to Washington. Get me anywhere but Washington. He goes, uh, how about Boston? Okay. So, so he goes, so he goes with the ball. That was a slick move by him. I like that. And I like a, that move. It was a fair move, right? I mean, he didn't yeah. have, I think he had 12 teams on his no trade. Uh, uh, list and uh, you know he did that on purpose when he got the contract. So he he knew he didn't want to go there for a while now. Um, and some people were like, "Oh, you're you know take one for the team." No, <laughs> what team? 
they're trading you. You're not taking one for the team. There is uh, no loyalty in pro sports. I don't know who thinks that, that 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 there is anymore, but there isn't any. Right. Yeah. So Hosmer heads off to Boston. Uh, they get two prospects and cash. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They send two prospects and cash to re- to receive Jay Groom, a left-handed pitcher. Uh, so really giving them up for pretty much nothing. You mentioned the Dodgers earlier. They went out and acquired Joey Gallo. Gallo, he doesn't have to play every day. Maybe he can find his groove again there, playing more of a DH role kind of here and there for the Dodgers. Yep. Uh, all right. This is good back and forth. Uh, no, 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 no. No, okay. So you said Voight. I'm sorry. So – Voight's been, I don't know, to me, he's been kind of a disappointment ever, ever since he left New York. He hasn't been, been really hitting the ball too well. I think, I think during the, the, the shortened season anyway, he was, he was MLB's, uh, home run leader, but I mean, you can, you can kind of throw, throw that out. But his power, I'm sorry, could you read me his numbers one more time? Uh, I do not have his numbers. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, I think his num his numbers are down. Uh, he's, I don't think he's going to be there long, long term. I think he's just going to, going to be there, uh, this year. Not sure what his contract is. We should know what it is, but, uh, I think at the season, if, if he's available to, to exit, I think he's going to, because number one, he's too old. You're not, you're not going to build around him and they're going to, and they're retooling. So I don't think he's going to be in their long term plans anyhow. So he's going to be, he will be moved. Uh, he can right now. He is literally trying out for for other ball clubs hmm. right now that wants to pick up his his contract. And at least that's in my estimation. Vince, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's probably true. I would agree with that. Um, let's talk about your Phillies a little bit. They go out and get a couple pitchers. One of them is a starting pitcher, Noah Syndergaard. Obviously, he had a very successful past and has been okay this year when he's been able to pitch this year as well. We knew that, and we talked about this in the last episode, that the Phillies needed pitching help, and they get him. They also add to the bullpen, too. How did you think the Phillies fared on trade deadline day? Uh, I think they – honestly, I think they actually helped themselves after the deadline by by releasing two players. Um, and I'll get into that in a moment. With Noah Syndergaard right now, he's coming back from injury, and right now he's going to be a rental, I think. Because he didn't sign extension. So he's going to be a, he will be a starter, but he's not going to be one to be, uh, we, ha- we have to count this, this guy has to get us through to the playoffs because today Nola pitched an outstanding game today, albeit against Washington. Um, Wheeler's hot right now. Uh, I, I like Ranger Suarez. And right now I think Syndergaard is just there to buy time to get Eflin back up on, on the mound. And and if he wins and if he and if he, if he performs well, it's a bonus. It's yeah. literally a bonus. Uh, Brad Marsh, kind of kind of scratched my head at that one. Uh, they they got him on the cheap. Um, he's not. He's only got what nine nine home runs. I don't. He's he's there to he's there to solidify defense. That's why they got him. They got him for his glove, not not for a stick. Uh, like I said, they got better afterwards when they released Odubel, uh, Herrera, and they got rid of, uh, Didi Gregorius. I said on a couple of shows ago, Didi's gonna not gonna be there after, after the season. I didn't think that they, they cut him, 
during the season because I just said he is declining. And number one, he is, he's not, uh, Rob Thompson's guy. He was, he was Girardi's guy. So when, when you're not performing well and you're not the current regime's pick, you're gone. So, you know, and that's any, that's true of any organization, whether it's sports or it's corporate, you know, if, if corporate, or I mean, if the powers that be didn't pick you and you're not doing well, you're out of there. Yeah. And one of the reasons Herrera is gone is they bring in David Robertson from the Cubs. I forgot to mention him. Um, and that's going to, that's going to bite into, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez's role too, because lately D- Dominguez was the, was the closer. Now he's going to be your seventh, eighth inning guy and he's going to be your setup man. And that's going to factor into your, uh, fantasy stats if you have him. Because if you were counting on, on him to be a closer, well, guess what? That's, that's not going to be there anymore. So unless Robertson is unavailable, uh, or is not needed, that's when Dominguez will get your save opportunities. If there is one, like if, like if today, uh, over the series, they, they outscored, um, Washington. 32 to four, 30, yeah, it was 32 to 14 and, and out homer them 14 to one. So unless you're hitting the ball off, unless you're hitting the cover off the ball like that, you're not going to have a lot of save opportunities, even for Rob Robertson. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, twins made some moves. There was Toronto made some moves, a lot of things that happen. I don't think we can get past though without talking about the Milwaukee Brewers and mm. getting rid of Josh Hader. And, you know, when they got back, it was okay. Um, the, the Brewers, because they're cheap, they always have this mindset of the future. We can't ruin the future by going for it right now. Now, as a fan of the Brewers, I would like for them to win a World Series. And I would be okay with them winning a World Series now and then stinking in two years for a few years. But the Stern says he's not going to do that. And so they go out, they trade Josh Hader. Uh, they get back Taylor Rogers, which is a decent get. They get two prospects that sh- are supposed to be good. The other pitcher they got, they've already DFA'd, so he's gone uh, in that trade. But they go out and they get other pieces too. They got Matt Bush from Texas, so they they did a lot with the with the pitching side of things. Um, losing Josh Hader. Let me start with this. I didn't mind the trade because of Devin Williams already being there, uh, Boxberger pitching well this season and bringing in Rodgers as well. I thought that was fine. What I didn't realize was how bad it was going to affect the locker room. Josh Hader was well-loved. I knew that, but it really seemed like it took the Brewers by surprise, hit them in the gut, got swept by the Pirates, uh, struggled against the Reds. And, and it's not because they don't have talent. It's because I think they were just so taken back by this trade because they want to win a World Series now, and Josh Hader is the best closer in the league uh, right now as well. So Hader goes to San Diego. Milwaukee, again, I don't think they got worse necessarily in the trade, but I think it really affected the team. Uh, what was your initial thought when you saw the Hader trade? I was surprised because I knew he was struggling, but I didn't think, like you said, if he's the best closer in the game that you're going to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, did they do that to send a message? Uh, or they do, well, you, you said because they're cheap and yeah. we, we, and we had discussed his contract right before the show. He was only on a one year, $11 million deal. So yeah. I don't, and I guess is they don't, they're not going to pay him. <laughs> they're not going to pay yeah. him. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Let's so I don't know if they were going to. I don't know if they were if they were in contract negotiations and 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 if they broke down or they just said, "Look, we know we're not going to extend you. We're cheap, uh, and you brought up a, f- a future. Don't don't mortgage the farm." Uh, for a World Series now for the future. Last talk, last time I checked, they don't have much of a future because they haven't really done anything. And I'm not trying to be um, uh, malicious about it, but if you if you say you know we're not going to spend all this money just to buy a championship and then stink in a few years, it doesn't work. I mean, nobody wants to be the Marlins, but at the same time, you do want to have some brass in your closet. So you know, uh, the Phillies did it. The, the Phillies, they went for it all, and they won it in 08, got back in 09, got swept by the um, – they got a gentleman's sweep by the Yankees, and then the cupboard was bare in the minor leagues for at least five years, and that's what you – but that's what happens. But what do you have to show for it? You got a World Series. So, you know, not every team can be the Yankees. Not every team can be the Dodgers where it's perennial, where they're all the time. So you have to – Take your opportunity when it's available and go get it and then pay your dividends later. Yeah, I think back, you know, several years ago, they brought in CC Sabathia for a year, made a run. It didn't work out. Um, and so CC Sabathia left. Then just what, two now, maybe three years ago, they were within a game of the World Series, lost in game seven to the Dodgers. Um, they've been close. They've got some incredible talent on the team right now. They got to find something to put them over the edge versus trying to sustain them. For years to come, I understand, especially in a small market, you just you can't stink. Um, that's just not it's, it. It doesn't work. You got to have you got to be able to bring put fans in the seat. So you have to be decent. But think about, I mean, a World Series, what that would mean to Milwaukee. They just celebrated a team um, that what forty years ago didn't win the World Series, and they just brought them back, celebrated the team, phenomenal team, the Harvey Wallbangers, the uh, great stuff. But if that team meant so much to the city, how how much more would a World Series winning team uh, bring to the city? And I think that they have to, I think they have to be careful with this. Well, we're trying to sustain, have sustained success, uh, and at the same time, sacrificing maybe their best piece. Uh, although I would argue that Woodruff and Burns are probably more important than Hader, especially because they had some depth in the in the bullpen. But that's a pretty tough one, uh, tough one to experience. And as a Brewers fan, man, it just absolutely hurt uh, to watch, watch how that goes. There's our man, Dan. Brewers aren't better than the Dodgers, Padres, Mets, or Braves. But if not now, when to go all in? Pitching wins October. 100% agree. What do you think? Yeah. Um, again, um, pitching, I mean, look at the Braves model for those, and those 90s teams. They were all about pitching. They got the top five pitchers in the, in in the game now they only got one world series to show for it but they went there they got one so you know you have to like i said you have to have you have to have success to build success if you're never used to winning you're not going to win you're always going to have that defeatist mindset of well you know we're this team we're that team and we always get so far and then it peters out the end well if they keep thinking that way they're going to be baltimore they're going to be Pittsburgh. They're going to be, I mean, look at the Cubs. The Cubs went all in. They sucked for a hundred and some odd years. They won one. And now their fans can say, well, at least we got one. You know, it, you know, every team in every, there's, 
there's there's a few teams in every sport that that can say that. Look at look at basketball. Look at the uh, the Cavs. Whenever LeBron went went back, you know you know they're they're terrible now. But say hey, you know we got one. Look at my team, the Eagles. You know we were terrible forever, and then you know we, we're up in the stands. Like, hey, remember that year in 2018? So you got to keep the fans' morale of, in, involved too. And when like you said, when you're in a small market team. And when, when you don't have a lot of ma- major stars, your number one resource is your team. And you have to keep up their morale to go into the to go into the game and say, hey, we can win this. Rather rather than, um, yeah, what time is it? Yeah, let's go. Let's I you know, I have a tee off here. So that's your best resource is yeah. your players. The Cubs always said maybe next year until they won one. Now they're saying, hey, don't forget just a couple of years ago. We won it all. Correct. Um, but they got one, right? They do have they one. Got that, one. That they got true. one. They got one. Let's talk winners and losers from the trade deadline. Uh, I think San Diego is an obvious winner. Um, where do you go with winners and losers for the trade deadline? Uh, let's talk about the evil empire. Let's, let's, let's talk about the Yankees. Uh, right now, they, they made a move. They, they got Fra- Frankie Montas, who's, Who's going to solidify that rotate rotation? They got Benintendi. Uh, that's going to solidify the glove, the glove in the outfield. So you know, and they got they got rid of Jordan Mon- Montgomery, and and then he pitches again against them. And then I saw, and they, you know, I I saw a piece that he was doing. You know, I don't know how they're going to do. You know, how the, how they're going to feel against me. You know, some might say hi, some might say good riddance. But they, the Yankees, always win. Even when they lose, they still win. Uh, so again, I think they did a real good job, and they got Scott Efros as, as as well. And I said, I said in the beginning of the season, it's going to be L.A. It's going to be New York in the World Series, and look who we're talking about today. Yeah. So, speaking of winners and losers, yay! We got a winner. Well, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, our usual host, Kevin Wilson, joins the show already in progress. Already hey, Kevin, progress. We're, we're talking about winners and losers of the trade deadline. Okay. Uh, and so far, we've got the Yankees uh, and the Padres. Uh, we've got a, a, a comment from YouTube. Joel says, Rockies, definitely. That's all caps. Losers. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get our thoughts from Kevin. Uh, on who you got as winners and losers for fantasy, or not fantasy, or for the trade deadline. Oh, I know where he's going. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you would certainly think that uh, when all these trades were made that the Padres were, in fact, winners, but the Dodgers have made that seem like that would not be the case. Oh. They, they beat them just like they have always have. <laughs> and so – We've got some things to – they've got – they're still the little brothers to the Dodgers. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Dodger guy because that's just universally and, and has always been accurate. And so uh, they needed to show up a little bit better. I know they're playing right now, but uh, the Dodgers beat them in the first two games of that series. And so you got to throw a little shade on on the Padres being the ultimate winners of this. And then – uh that you would think the Yankees were the winners, but they just got swept by the Cardinal. So that throws a little shade into that as well. And so you have to put them up there as winners, but they're going to have to, you know, 
especially the Padres. The Yankees, we, we know what they are, but the Padres haven't proven anything yet. How about this for a team that lost the trade deadline? The Baltimore Orioles. Uh, they're making a run. They're actually in the hunt for the wild card, and they get rid of a couple pitchers. And yeah, trade- I don't understand what they were doing at all, Vince. That they basically just said, since we're not going to win the World Series this year, we're going to go ahead and punt, which blows my mind when they're actually in the wild card race. Very right. sad. They're only a game back entering play today. Yeah. And uh, not only the pitchers, they gave away Trey Mancini as well. Yeah. yeah. And all he's done is hit, like, what is it? I wrote it down. He, I think he's hit three home runs since he's joined the Astros. His, his first three at bats. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, that's it. <laughs> yeah, three home runs, including a grand slam. Oh. Yeah. So no. that's how you just Send say, hey, back. everybody, my name's Trey. And so, you know, I'm along for the ride here. And uh, see if he's got a buzzer in his sleeve somewhere. Maybe so. Maybe he's already indoctrinated. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, there are some losers of the trade deadline. Well, before we get that, I thought Kevin was going to say Seattle was was a winner by getting Castillo. Well, I thought he was going to really pounce on that one. Kevin, you want to speak about well, that for a minute? Well, as you can see, Luis Castillo made his first start against who? The Yankees. And uh, he went out there and um, they, he won. And so you have to like – I'm a little off. There we go. Now I'm a little center. So – you have to like because he's a good pitcher, and he was pitching well on a team that was terrible, and he was pitching well in a in a in a, in a stadium that's one of the ultimate hitting stadiums in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. And so he went from that situation to a team that's as hungry to make the playoffs as may ever have been, because mm. they haven't made the playoffs. They're the, out of all the teams maybe in the world, they have not made the playoffs the longest. And so you definitely have to put them down as being winners in the in this trade scenario. Okay. Um, so we could talk about the other crosstown New York team, as in the Mets. Uh, they could have went out and they could have got everybody and their brother that that they wanted to do because again, Steve Steve Cohen's got all the money in the world. Uh, they they could have had Mancini. They could have got Soto. They could have got Bell. But they went out and they they got Michael Givens. Now Mike, Michael Givens, he's having a decent season this year. Uh, he's six and two, but right now he's going to be their set their their setup man. Um, what they're projecting him to be, and he's and he's got two saves, but he's got three point seven four ERA. So again, we talked about earlier in the season how there's a point in every season where the Mets start that downward that downward spiral. And well, this could be it yet because they're well, beating the, uh, the, the the Braves four out of five games. But they could have put their stranglehold on the division by getting a top-notch free agent, and they didn't. So you know they they look they might looked at the roster and said, "Look, I know we got the highest one of the highest payrolls, if not the highest payroll in uh, baseball. I don't want to pay any more luxury tax. I think we got the guys that can get us through there." But if you have a chance to put a stranglehold on the division and go run away and hide, what, why wouldn't you do that? Because because you know the Braves, the Braves are going to come out of nowhere. I know they just, like you said, their record, uh, they just they just swept them or or they just took um, two out of three. 
It's four so out why of five. You, I'm sorry, four, four out of five. Why wouldn't you put that to bed? I well, mean, if you win four out of five, you pretty much did put it to bed. As bad yeah. as you could get it. My but argument during be, the season. Yeah, my argument would be kind of what we're talking about with the Brewers. They did kind of the, the anti-Brewer thing. They didn't go out yeah. and get a superstar, but they also didn't get rid of anybody either. You look at their team, you got Lindor, Alonzo, Nemo, Marte, Escobar, McNeil, Canna. And out of those guys, only one batter is under 225, uh, under 250 for that matter, and uh, batting average. They're, they're hitting the ball fine. Pitching staff is just getting healthy with DeGrom coming back. I actually think that the Mets did the right thing by not losing pieces uh, and kind of staying steady because not only have they stayed consistently on top of the division, and right now I think they're six and a half up on Atlanta, but they're actually getting healthy. And I think that they may look at it, and I could be wrong, but I think they may look at it and go, hey, we've got a good thing going here. Let's not mess it up. Let's not add new pieces to the locker room. Let's take what we have and run with it. I think they they did a good job in the offseason adding Bassett, uh, adding Scherzer, that they said, you know, we, we made our moves already, and now we're going to roll through with what we got. Well, yeah, don't but forget see, that they went out and got Tyler Nagin, and all he did was hit two home runs Thursday against the Braves. So, yeah, but I'm not going to say that's a big win. No, no, it <laughs> but is, they had but an opportunity nice to have. Yeah, guys, they. Had, they I mean, I'm, I can't, I can't believe I'm defending the Mets, but they had an opportunity to go and solidify their poorest catching and and DA spots, and they and they didn't do that. Why? Why wouldn't you do that? What catcher? What catcher did they need to go get? Uh they well they they might have could have gotten ca- called up Texas. And could could have got Heim. Yeah. Uh, they could they could have got well, they, the Rangers weren't going to trade him. He's 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 a good catcher. He's been a good catcher this year. So why would the Rangers give well, him? Because Soto, first of all, know. because <laughs> the rain the Rangers aren't going anywhere. I don't know what their farm system looks like, but they're not going anywhere. So 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 you might as well get some value out of him now because again, they're not winning it this year and then probably won't win it for the next three years. So get something to put them in position to do that. They did That's go, what I'm saying. They did go get rough from San Francisco. Uh, that's going to fill that DH role a little bit for them as well. Again, not a superstar move, not, not no. something that's going to knock it out of the park, but it's the small moves to add to an already solid roster. Um, I, you know, the Soto thing's interesting. I think San Diego did the right thing because they didn't have to give up anything for this year, um, you know, to, to get Soto. Now, did I don't know what the Mets had to offer. I don't know if they had to give up things from this year in order to get Soto, those kinds of things. Well, yeah, money's important, but you got to give – I mean, they sent back – Yeah, you got players. In the league and the C.J. Abrams, and they – you know, so, I mean, there's there were pieces that went back to Nationals, and I'm not sure – and who knows? Maybe the Nationals don't want to send, send them to the Mets at the same I'm time. I'm sure that's not something that they were savoring over, sending them so that he could face them. Yeah. In the divisions, probably what, not. 19 times a year or yeah. whatever the number is when they play. What is it? 17, 18, whatever the number is. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, I wouldn't want to face him that many times. He's only twenty three. He'll torture him for the for for <laughs> fifteen years. Oh, so they man. sent him clear across the country. The only thing they could have done maybe better is to send him to the American yeah. League. Then they wouldn't have to see him maybe every three years or so. Yeah, well, that's a fun conversation. Uh, let's talk about some things real yeah. quick though before we get to our fantasy talk. Uh, we do have talk NL East. We talked about it briefly here, talking about the Mets and the Braves um, and their battle, and of course the Braves. Um, they're just, they have not been able to catch the Mets and at this point, you know, we talked about it a while back now. And I said, I think I'm going to stick with the Mets just because they're getting healthy. And, and right now it just seems like the Mets have a hold of that division. Now, Nick, you said they should have done something to, to tie it down, but are you, are you really confident that Atlanta's going to catch New York? Only because I've seen what the Mets are. They fall <laughs> apart. They fall apart when it counts the most. So I, I go with numbers. I, I go with your past history pretty much dictates your future history in, in most cases. So I'm going to say yes. Now Denny I agree, right? He says yeah. they are who we thought who they, they were. said they are. <laughs> right. Um, oh. now I could be a homer and say, Oh, well, you know, Philly's ho- holding it down. They're nine and one in the past, in the last 10. Um, coming off that sweep off Chicago. And when they get Harper back, it's off to the races. Well, you know, I'm going to hold off on that horse. Um, they will make playoffs, but will they, they won't win the division. I mean, I mean, they're, well, they're hell. They're only three games out. When I'm, you I'm say, sorry. They're, I'm so sorry. Nine and a half. Playoffs, who are they pushing out of the picture, Nick? That's what I was going to ask. Are they going to catch the Braves or are you going to have three East teams in the, in the playoffs? I think they're going to push St. Louis out. I think I think St. Louis is going to fall apart. Okay. Kevin, give us your thoughts on the NL East. Well, from I know what Nick's talking about and it's been traditional since going back since they won and what 86 and all that 86. stuff but yeah. And uh they've they've collapsed and everything else, but they have shown especially come you don't want to make too much out of a series in August, but the win 4 out of 5 from the Braves, when they're the teams that 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 did that you know know how to win, and they did what they had to do, and so it, they've got Degrom, they've got Scherzer now, and so if, if you need to f- face those two guys in a series, you're already at a disadvantage, and so I think right now as they're currently constructed, they might. I want to say they're with the Dodgers because nobody is at this point in time, but as, but they're right behind them. And so I think the dot, the the Mets, despite what they've done in the past, this is their year. And I think they're going to win a division and uh, they, they're, they're going to lock down the number two seed and be sitting at home in the first round of the playoff. So you think they're going to go wire to wire, wire to wire. That's only been done. What? One or two times ever. But uh, the Braves just – they're not the Braves. This is – remember last year, this is where they started their run. Yeah. And 
they just have not done that. And so and you got to like what the Mets are doing. Atlanta made some moves. Ringing they made some moves, but they haven't paid off. Yeah, well, you got to give it a little bit of time. But, yeah, I agree. Um, now, Nick, you said that uh, Philadelphia catch St. Louis. Well, St. Louis is two games up in Milwaukee. Uh, so so maybe uh, let's talk about the NL Central. Uh, who's going to win the NL Central? That's a great uh, question. Yeah, you're, it is. You're the it expert, is. Vince. And uh, I haven't heard what you had to say, Vince. Maybe you talked about this before I got on, about this the Josh Hader scenario. And, and yeah. They, I'm not going to repeat myself on that. You'll have to go back and listen to the first half. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll do that. But, but I'll so do that. Did, did you did you who is the closer, Vince? Is Devin it Williams? Williams? Yeah. Or is it going to be Roger? It's Devin Williams. Devin Williams. Okay, I I agree with that, and I I I I think that they they weaken their their team. Uh, one of the things Craig Council said he was going to do as the season progressed was actually be able to play matchups. So Devin Williams is going to get the majority of the save opportunities, but they are going to let Rodgers get some save opportunities as well. And honestly, Bush might even get some save opportunities coming in from Texas also. So they have they feel like they actually got deeper. They lose Hater, which is but they, but they feel like they got much deeper with adding the guys that they added as well. And I agree with that. I think that they get things going again. The offense has actually been decent here in the Pittsburgh series and the Cincinnati series. It's just the pitching is yep. a little down. So I, yeah, you're uh, your boy Yellick, but if he's not getting thrown out of a game, he's done really, oh, really well. It was one game. <laughs> he's been thrown out twice all season. He'll be all right. <laughs> okay. But aside from that, he's hitting the ball, right? And yeah, uh he's not hitting home runs. So I, I like what they're doing offensively. It just it it it's it's it scares me a little bit when, when you make a trade like this. When you when you've I, I know Josh Hader, he he had problems and all that, but he knows how to close. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Maybe better than anybody. Yep. And I think you weaken your team and I just I, I'm struggling to understand it. That's fair. Uh, let's, we need to get to fantasy stuff, but let's quickly hit, uh, Los Angeles, San Diego. Me and Nick said earlier, San Diego's not going to catch LA for the division, no, but zero chance of that happening. Zero. But, Kevin, but, you but, a Dodger fan want to see San Diego in the playoffs? Well, the Dodgers are not afraid of them. Okay. They're proving that this weekend. Are you, are you afraid as a fan though? No, okay. because. As I've mentioned before, the Padres, until they beat the Dodgers when it counts, they are the red-headed little brother that <laughs> sits in the back of the room while the big grown-ups are in the living room, okay? Until the Dodgers, they beat the Dodgers when it counts, That that's just all there is. To, I think the Padres are a very, very dangerous team, but... They've got to beat the Dodgers. There's some, you know, they're just sometimes they're just an aura around a team, and and they get start. I don't, I don't know what it is. Come playoff time, Kevin, you're going to be facing a team that has Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Fernando Tatis, uh, to go with Manny Machado, Profar, Cronworth, um, and this is a team that's. I'm telling you, they are as deep as Philadelphia, or excuse me, as uh, Los Angeles. And their pitching staff, Darvish has pitched well this year. 
Um, I'm not putting all my eggs in Darvish's back. No, 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 no. Musgrove is playing great. Manea's good. Uh, Manea just got blowed up. He's on my fantasy team. So that's not making me very happy at all. All right, Nick. Hey, Kevin, Kevin. I'm sorry, you moved. What jersey are you wearing right right now? This is my Houston Astros Space City jersey. <laughs> all right. This guy, this guy, this guy. He's got this it guy. all. Nick, Astros, Mariners. Fan. All right. Okay. One I'm a baseball fan, so I, you know I don't shy okay. away from, hey, from being a baseball fan. We I've the- been down to Houston. Hey. I've been to the Mets. I've been to the Brewers. I've been to the Cubs. Yeah. That's great. Be so, quiet. We got to talk about that. Okay. okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vin. There, Nick. A one-word Sir. answer. Nick. A one-word answer. Uh, in the playoffs, if they face, who wins, San Diego or Los Angeles? I got to go with LA. I have to. Kevin. LA. All right. I go San Diego. You remember this? Okay. I'll you remember it. And- whatever the day is uh, today. Because yeah, I called but, L.A. in New York but, but in the Vince, World you Series. You have to so. remember that San Diego would have to play in the series before that, so they're going to be yeah. a little depleted. So they're going to be, they're gonna be fresh, so they're going to be in rhythm, so they're going to have everything flowing. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, so we got that down. Um, one last thing before we get – well, this actually covers into fantasy baseball as well, uh, but we got to discuss Fran Reyes, who everybody had as a top five oh, DH going into the season. <laughs> you talk about a guy who has crash landed like no one else in baseball this year. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, and he see, was. You he know was what? Drafted. When the season began, he was their number four hitter. Yes, and was a loaded lineup, and now he's begging for a job. I'm trying to see if I have. I don't know if I still have this or not, but our preseason rankings, I don't have it on this device. Our preseason rankings, I'm pretty sure you, I, and Dan all had him top two, top three. He was he was at the top of all of our DH lists, right? Right. And there was a good reason for that. And I'm glad I'm not one of the ones that drafted him. <laughs> I you think it's one of those things yeah. that's just luck. Because yeah. if he was there, you know, yeah, you would have taken him. I would have taken him. Nick, you would have taken him. I had him on my team for you would have. I think okay. I think about free agency. I would have. And, and but he never he never turned it around. So I got rid of him, and now he's not even on a major league baseball team right now. He which will be. Is, Someone's gonna pick him up. That's what I'm saying. He's oh, he's, yeah. he's out there with the sign. Please bring me home. You know, <laughs> will will swing for food. We won't say will hit, but he will. Swing. You're evil. <laughs> that's right. Oh man, <laughs> goodness! Uh, listen, we got a new sponsor. We talked about it at the beginning of the program. Uh, we're gonna hear a quick word from our new sponsors. We have a commercial for you from True Classic Tees. When we come back, we're breaking down the ads and drops for fantasy baseball. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 20% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. 
Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They are your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. True Classic Tees, the new sponsor of Belly Up Fantasy shows all throughout the Belly Up Fantasy world. Make sure you go visit them, trueclassictees.com. Use the code Belly Up Fantasy. 25%. That's a lot off your first that's purchase. Right. And I have to say, Vince, that uh, I believe that there are some of those T-shirts waiting for me at my P.O. box. So the next time that we are on air, I will be able to give you a live report of just how great these shirts are. So if you're not wearing your new team of the month, you'll be wearing classic tees. So that's absolutely <laughs> Kevin. Absolutely. Kevin. Kevin, do you have a dad bod? It, it just, just let me just put it this way. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> these these t-shirts will, will are made to fit me. Okay. Okay. Just put it out to you like that. All right, fantasy baseball. We're gonna we're getting to it. We're we're forty two minutes in, but we're getting to it. Fantasy That's baseball right. on the belly so, of fantasy. So Vince, I just wanted to mention about fantasy that uh, the trade deadline in fantasy is coming up on August nineteenth. I don't know if you were aware of that, and I'm sure you are because you're the tradiest guy I know in fantasy. <laughs> and so tradiest is that a, is that tradiest. a new word? Is that That's new right. word? That word needs a trend right here. Trade it. Coin it right now. Coin. Okay. So August 19th, noon Eastern time. So, Vince, if you're looking to make trades. Kevin, nobody will trade you, man. I have tried everything. I have tried. In our league, I have tried Mike Trout. I think I've sent an offer to every team with Mike Trout. Um, nobody wants them. My dad actually considered a trade. Uh, we talked it through on the phone a little bit. And uh, and he ended up still passing on it. So I've been working. I've been working the phones trying to find something because uh, I feel like Trout, especially coming into the playoffs, fantasy playoffs, has value. But I apparently am the only one who feels that way. So uh, I will continue to send my offers uh, until I'm no longer allowed to. Uh, but I got to tell you, I'm pretty happy with my team. Uh, I, overall, I got a really solid crew. And uh, I think if if I make the playoffs, that's the big if right now. Um, then then I think I'll be a, a force to be reckoned with. But right now, uh, Dan D'Amico, yourself, uh, Kevin, my dad, and Timothy Farmer are the four in the playoffs in our league, and I am uh, just behind uh, my dad uh, there. And I'm trying to look right now. I'm going to win this week. I got the bye week against. Uh, but he lost me. this week, Vince. And you won, uh, so right. you Dad pull into a tie him. with him, don't you? That's right. Now, he still beats me in the tiebreaker, uh, so I got some work to do. But I got I got some time to get it done, so we'll make it happen. 
Uh, well, unfortunately, unfortunately for you, Vince, you know who you're taking on next week? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't know. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. That would be me. Oh, so you're going to get one. He set you up for that. I appreciate (laughs) that. I did. I teed that right up for him, didn't I, Nick? I'm not going to lie. On live television, we've got millions of people watching through Belly Up TV. That's Uh, right. We've got people watching through YouTube. We've got people watching Facebook, people watching Twitter. People are going to listen later on this. I'm not a lie. Absolutely they are. I I don't pay attention to who I'm playing because I just worry about myself. Uh, I try to put the right people on the field to make things happen. That, that, that's always a good philosophy. It's just too bad that Dan is not here today because yeah. I could crow a little bit because I'm taking him down. He was watching on YouTube earlier. Okay. Yeah. So he beat me earlier in the season, so this is my revenge right here. Revenge week. Have either of you changed strategies from the beginning of the season to where you are right now on your fantasy teams? That's an interesting question, Nick. No, no, I I try and get the most points available that I possibly can. I mean, what's the point of leaving points on the table? So, uh, again, even if I'm winning by a lot, I'm still going to try and go and get more because because what's better than more? More. So (laughs) it's like money. How much money do you need? More. How much is enough? More. So, yeah, if you can put points on the board and run up the score, go. I mean, because – because there's going to be a time when you're not going to have it. So get it while it's good. Yeah, I don't think that I've uh, changed. Because I'm always turning, as you well know, because you see that my transaction tracker is way ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I'm always turning over the bottom of the roster. I'm looking for matchups. I'm looking for guys that I think that are going to score. Like next, like tomorrow, there are only like 17. There's, there's seven games going on tomorrow. And so I was looking ahead to see what what players I could, you know, put in and maybe, well, they're only 16% owned or whatever. And the bottom of my roster is always getting turned over. And so you got to have to kind of, to me, those are the guys that you need to try, as Nick says, to get your points out of because the other guys, Cease and and, and guys like that, you could pretty much know what they're going to do. But you need that bottom of that roster to – Bring it up to the surface. Yeah, the change that I've made is I went all in on pitchers. Kevin, you were already there. Um, but I just – I went to – I still have one – currently one bench guy um, as a batter, and then everybody else is is pitchers. And I do rotate through that bottom of my pitchers, although I found some guys I've been pretty happy with, guys like Cole Irvin from Oakland. Most people go, ah, he's from Oakland. Pitcher, they lose all the time. Yeah, but he puts points on the board. Um, those kind, those kinds of people. Quato, another guy that has put points on the board as well. Yeah, you scored uh, on him, Vince. You did. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, so, and I continue to do that. I got another guy we'll talk about in just a minute. But let's get to our ads as we are about twelve minutes out from the end of the show. Uh, who do we need to pick up this week? Let's start with Nick. Uh, who do we need to add this week on our fantasy teams? Okay, I don't even know why he's on the waiver wire, but lately, uh, Reed Detmers. Uh, he right now and uh, he's in the ESPN leagues. Uh, he's thirty five percent now. 
He was at 12.9. That's up 22 points. But in his last seven games, he scored 49 points. Like, why? Why? First of all, why was he on the bench to to begin with? Um, I mean, why was he on waivers to begin with? Over, overall, I don't do math very well, but 193 minus 49. I have, that's I have what, the answer for you, Nick. Why okay, he was go on ahead. The he got sent down to AAA earlier in the season. That's a great answer. So now. Great answer. But since he's come back good up. Answer, good answer. Good answer. Family feud. So right now, yeah, he's yeah. So right now, he is he is the hottest guy in ESPN leagues on pickups. Uh, as far as that, we discussed him last week, Kevin. Uh, yep. Jose Miranda, Jose Miranda is still. I've got him. In, got him right here. Got I him. had him. I had him. So don't I go dropped to the him. waiver wire, Vince, looking to pick him up because it's not going to work. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> he went from 15 to 36 in a week, 36%. And in his last seven games, uh, he scored 27 points with two home runs, eight RBIs. And yeah, it, must, it should be much higher, Nick, much higher. Yeah, and a 280 batting average. And in the interest of time, I will actually let the two of you speak. All right, Kevin, who do we need to add this week? All right, so that kind of works because I just dropped an article today mm-hmm. about players that were left behind by the trades, all these guys, Soto and everybody else moving out. Well, these are players that have to take these guys' spot. And my article is live right now, and some of the guys that I talk about are uh, Yadiel Hernandez from the Washington Nationals. He is a guy that's only, oh, he's less than 10% owned. All these guys are less than 10% owned, and uh, he's getting the at-bat. And uh, the he's 4.3% owned. Before Friday, he had hits in 10 straight, including three two-hit games. All right, so he's trying to be Soto when there isn't any anymore. And uh, talk about Oakland, uh, James Caprillian. I've got him. He's 4.6% owned now. He's at the top of the Oakland rotation. And uh, since the start of July, is a 189 ERA and a 1.05 whip. What more do you need to know? He's not going to get many wins in Oakland, of course, but uh, he'll give you the quality starts from there. So uh, let's hear what you have, Vince. I, I had other players, but I want to hear what you have. Yeah, well, I got Cole Irvin. I've had him on my roster now for about two weeks. I think that I've had him consistently. I've traded him off and on throughout throughout the season, dropped him, picked him up, but now I've just held on to him. 38%, uh, 38.2% owned, available in a lot of leagues. And then Spencer Watkins from Baltimore, another pitcher, he's 17.5% uh, owned. Um, and again, this team, I'm afraid Baltimore's going to go the wrong direction after the trade deadline, but this guy's put up some points in, in he's got plus 20 uh, in two of his last five, uh, 18 in one of those starts. He got seven in two of those starts, but they're all positive points. And you're talking about right now, you're, you're kind of scraping the barrel in most leagues looking for a guy to add for a week or something like that. So those kind of guys I think are worth it. Um, Diaz from Houston, Aldemus Diaz, 18.3% owned. He can play every position, first, second, third, shortstop, and outfield. Um, And he's putting up some points as well. So he's a guy that's worth adding if you're looking for somebody, especially multi-positional players. Uh, Let's talk drops. Kevin, let's start with you. Who do we need to get rid of this week? Well, we already talked about Fran Mel Reyes, so I won't beat a horse with that one. Uh, the Mets are doing everything right except for Eduardo uh, Escobar. Hmm. Okay. 
Uh, he's only hitting uh, 220 with a 271 on base percentage. That is absolutely terrible. And uh, he's 60% owns. He has two hits in August. That's all. And so uh, we could do better than him. Uh, catcher, Yasmani Grandal, he's two for his last 24. And so uh, there, I know catchers are – and he has no RBIs and uh, one run scored. So Catchers are killing us right now. <laughs> catchers are absolutely hammering us. And uh, you mentioned him last week, Mince, MJ Melendez. Yep. He's still very low rent, so go get him. Yep. And one last guy, I hate to bring him up, but it's Patrick Corbin of the Washington Nationals. This guy's given up four, five, five, six, four, six in his last six starts, has a seven oh three ERA. Put him just put him to bed. All it's right. Not, yeah, it's yeah, hope is gone with Patrick. <laughs> no, Corbin. hope has been gone for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. And uh he needs to go, okay? So I'm out with that. All right, Nick, who do we need to let go of this week? Oh, uh, well, I dropped two guys. Oh, one guy, uh, two that I picked up that that I liked. I didn't. I'm not going to go over their stats because they're just a time. Picked up Gorman <laughs> from St. Louis. He's he's doing well for me. And then I picked up your catcher from the uh, Astros, uh, Kevin. Uh, what's his name? Vasquez. That yeah, they, they Vasquez. traded for Vasquez. I know that. So you're going to have to be more specific. Kevin, I set you up for this. <laughs> Kevin, you're killing me, Smalls. All right. So I dropped. I dropped. This guy's awful. Chad, I'm too cool to pitch cool. All right. Uh, oh, less, yeah, yeah. oh, I yeah, had him. He needs to go, Nick. I held him. I Nick, held him. Hey, 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 hey. I held on to him. Last week, last week, this, this gentleman uh, – Got minus fifteen points uh, last week in the last seven days. He that's brutal. His brutal. his ERA was sixteen point two, and his WHIP was two point two. He only had five innings pitched. He went wow. zero for one with four Ks. So and then he got me a minus fifteen a game in his last five games. Minus fifteen, minus eleven, minus two, minus one, minus seven, oh minus Chad. Cool, <laughs> bam, out of there. You Next talk guy. About somebody needs to get you know sent to the to the farm. That's him right yeah. there. This guy, Nick Pavetta. I'm telling you what. In the last in the last seven games, uh, seven it's days. Been terrible. I've got him, Nick, and 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 I'm, had, I'm holding on. I don't know why I'm holding on. No why wins. Not? No losses, five strikeouts, and his line in the last five games is six, a minus five, 11, a minus 12, and a minus seven. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Rid of them, yeah. Kevin. Um, I got two guys for you. Eddie Rosario, outfielder Atlanta, okay. not doing the Good trick. One. Needs to Good go. One. And this was a hard one for me to pull the trigger on, but I finally did it. Clay Holmes of the Yankees. Uh, negative double digits his last two outings. Uh, I think it was 16 and 15, negative 16, negative 15, something like that. Um, man, I grabbed him earlier in the season off of waivers. Did great for me for several weeks. He's still owned by 80-some percent of, of teams, 88%, I think, of teams. He's just not on my team anymore. So Clay Holmes has has uh, told me he doesn't want to play for the sports stove anymore. And so he <laughs> sent him. So you, you granted him his wish and granted gave him his paper? Yes, I let him go. Okay. We'll let them go. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. 
Got to do it. All right, let's let's tell the fine people listening where they can find us at. Nick, let's start with you and tell us about TSS Fantasy and everything going on in your world. Okay, so before I do that, uh, I set up Kevin for the home run about the catcher. He didn't do it, so I'll throw it up and I'll hit it myself. The guy I picked up was Martin Maldonado. Go get him if if you can. Uh, And his in his last seven games, he's got. 12 points. If you need a backup catcher, grab grab him. Which anyway, nobody can... should need a backup catcher, Nick. Nobody. <laughs> if, if, your catcher's off, catcher. yeah, if your very... catcher's off yeah. or hurt, you need a catcher. So anyway, um, yes, as I alluded to earlier, uh, my name is Nick at Penn Flanders. You can find me on Twitter. You can also find me on at TSSFantasy.com and TSSFantasy.com on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. And in the next uh, 10 minutes, we're going to be giving away our chance to get your Leroy Butler jersey. We're going to announce the winner. So if you're watching, we take up, uh, we take bids up to the next two and a half minutes. So get in there. Kevin, tell us, tell us about where we get your articles, where we find you. All right. So, uh, on Twitter at Kevin62WILSEA, you definitely want to get over to the uh, the Belly Up Fantasy website because I have not one but two articles, two, this week on there. First, analyzing how the trades affect dynasty, uh, uh, fantasy, and then the players that are left behind. They're both hot right now, so get over there. And uh, as I said, Belly Up Fantasy website. And... Uh, and I'm pretty much going to be going into a free flow, flow this week because I'm going to be on vacation. So check out those two articles. That's going to have to hold everybody for a while. Free All right. Flow. I'm Vince. Free flow or a free fall? Free Whichever flowing. one comes first. That's right. I'm Vince Stover. You find me at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. The Sports Stove Podcast. Uh, dropping two episodes a week until September. We'll go to three episodes a week then. Uh, me and my yeah. dad just started our NFL preview episodes. dropped earlier today covering the AFC and NFC East today. And we're also ranking our uh, top 10 fantasy quarterbacks in this episode that we just dropped. We'll do running backs next week. Well, you Why definitely want to check that out, man. Tight ends. Yeah. To Lots of fantasy football stuff going on uh, here real soon from the sports stove. All right, gentlemen, thank you for being here, everybody. Thank you for tuning in uh, to this broadcast of Fantasy Baseball Live from Belly Up Sports. Uh, have yourself a great evening and make and a sure great week. You get rid of those those bad players on your team. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it ruin your fantasy season.